helps them. All right, so this particular coming feature is brought to you by the KZN Department of Economic Development, Tourism and Environmental Affairs. And this is on the back of the KZN Council on Climate Change and Sustainable Development was established as a resolution of multi-stakeholder KZN Natal pre-COP17 climate change summit. And uh, a lot has happened since then. And so I am in conversation with Sihle Zagalala, Premier of KZN, on the line with us, just to talk to us about what is happening going forward. Premier, thank you so much for your time. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, and thanks for having us in your program. Uh, Premier, the role of the council has now been established. We now know that there there's reference to what the council will do. Won't you just give us a sense of the powers that they have, the council that will deal with climate change and sustainability in your province? The powers of the um, Climate Change and Sustainable Development Council is to drive all uh, stakeholders toward a synchronized approach on issues of preserving uh, nature and the environment. Mm. The second is to ensure that once this plan which we have presented Mm -hmm. is adopted as it has, we must all be engaged in the implementation of the action plan. But more than that, there are always mitigation factors that we need to embrace then we must be strict to adhere to those mitigation plans and the council must monitor and supervise that. Hmm. And the council must continuously research, looking on future as to what is in the horizon, which talks to disaster management, uh, environmental preservation, but more importantly, the green economy. Mm. Uh, Premier, just help me out here. I know that there was a committee that uh, helped help put together the council. And I'm not sure if you have concluded that process in, in identifying um, the non-stakeholder who are eligible to be members of the council. Has that process been concluded? Yes. The stakeholders come from um, various sectors, which include the business the labor, the NGOs, and academics, the traditional leaders, as well as government. These are stakeholders that have come together. We know that they possess diverse interests, but they have obliged themselves to work for a common goal, which is preservation of the environment, but at the same time ensuring development, especially economic development. Interestingly, one of the presentations focused focused on agricultural modeling, Mm -hmm. meaning how do we develop agriculture in a way that ensures environmental uh, preservation, but also even when we go to Mm agro-processing, we embrace means and ways that ensures that the green uh, energy approach is advance. Mm-hmm. On top of that, number of companies have pledged to move toward green uh, energy, mm-hmm. which is very important. And, and Premier, uh, there are specific strategies that you will be adopting as a province, and I know that you've always spoken about the fact that you are by and large, uh, you know, a large part of the province is also rural, and we need buy-in as well from the communities there. Indeed. 
we need the buy-in from rural communities. And that's why traditional leaders are part of us. In this council, the traditional leaders are represented and they are led by the deputy chairperson of the Provincial House of Traditional Leaders, Nkosi Uzulu, Wasematini. And we are very, very grateful to their role because we have to ensure that we don't just talk about environment only in urban and township, but also we must reach out to uh, rural areas. We should include preserving rivers, the all uh, sources of water, but deal also with uh, alien plants, but also ensure cleanliness, mm. because some of the things that are very harmful will be things like uh, plastics and others. And and the the province has seen its fair share of not you know so such lovely um, uh, climate as we know. Do we have enough support? Because in as much as as a province you have a plan, the weather doesn't quite know borders. Do we have enough collaboration? Do we have enough support from other neighbouring countries as well? Yes, uh, we are part of COP twenty one, which is a non-statutory organ of COP21. We will continue to work through that to engage with neighboring countries. And it is important that there is collaboration with neighboring countries, but with also neighboring provinces within the country. And that is one of the common or of the goal we have put uh, in place for us. Mm. It's a five-year plan, uh Premier, and and obviously I'm sure that there will be an evolution of sorts. Where do we begin? Every year we are going to have an evaluation of the work that we have put in place, the action plan and the progress we are making. The strategies for five years, but also the term of office for the members of the council is five years so that we are able to ensure that there is continuity on the implementation of programs. Hmm. Premier Sihla Zigalala, who is the KZN Premier, and this is obviously on the back of them announcing uh, a KZN Council on Climate Change and Sustainable Development. You may have heard bits of this conversation as well earlier with my colleague, uh, Kathy Mutlatlana. So we will continue monitoring this development as they begin their five-year journey into just really accelerating their plans in sustainable development and climate change, um, you know, trying to just hold back that speeding up to the 1.5 Celsius degree Celsius increase. And it's a major, major concern. So we'll continue talking to them on that particular journey. KZN Premier um, as we're speaking to him right now.